0: The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Go to martinvintage.com and check out their excellent selection of high-quality Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout to get 20% off your order. martinvintage.com If you'd like to sponsor the Handsome Hour, please contact us at boiledsports at gmail.com. We're cheap. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Um, so, 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 Bucket Podcast, Ryan, can you zero in here and get focused?
1: I'm like a laser right now. <laughs>
0: not
2: not, a really what are we focused, talking about? Not a really exactly. focused laser. It's like, you know, when you have the flashlight and you have the yeah, little focus. thing where you can focus it wide lens and yeah, you can focus yeah. it narrow? Yeah, he's the wide lens right yeah. now. If
0: a laser could be made into a shotgun, that would be right.
2: <laughs> <Focus>. Just a buckshot. <laughs> Everyone.
0: Welcome to the Boil Sports Handsome Hour. It is a football season-ending post-bucket Handsome Hour. Yes. Jay, Money joined the second. Joined by Boiler Dowd the fourth, mm-hmm. and Anish the Swami, King Anish Swami the first. First of his name, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a Handsome Hour to talk about the uh, well, the end of Purdue's football season, which. I don't know. This is what Nish asked for. Four and eight season, nobody taking Jeff Brom, and nobody no getting talking. hurt. Oh, wait, that part we didn't get. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't always get what you want. Now, here's a good byproduct of the injuries, though. You had guys like – now, David Bell would not have been this prolific if everyone had stayed healthy, right?
2: I'm first sorry, first. Fre- uh, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, David – uh, Leading receiver? Leading receiver, David Ten. Bell. This is, uh, uh, bestow him his titles that he has earned
1: man he's he's awesome man
2: that was and there's he's a lot one of there. the 10 be, he will be one of the 10 best receivers in the nation in 2020 and he might not be the best receiver on his team
0: and he won't be the same one other, yes i love it i love it and let me throw a, a quick uh predicto question at you right now mm-hmm. will david bell play four years
1: at purdue no i think he's got a better shot than rondale because he doesn't have the top in speed. He doesn't have that. He doesn't he's a bit of a tweener, that. right?
2: There is a superstar quality that Rondale Moore has that it's not an insult to say David Bell doesn't quite have. David Bell is one of the best receivers in the I said he's one of the ten best receivers in the country. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a quality that Rondell Moore has and it whether it's strength whether it's that second speed whether it's just that you know that lucidness 10 that 10 percent that separates stars from superstars yeah. that might be it
1: yeah it, i mean if you look on paper really neither one of them is a great um nfl type player right i mean but they'll um, both
2: be they'll both be collecting checks
1: yeah agreed agreed i i think bell when you hear his talk He's a little bit different than Rondale. I know Rondale's a hard worker, but Bell, right after the IU game, they were in the hallway, and he was already talking about things he needed to work on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's well, like, Rondale pretty
2: Wyatt, I mean, like in terms of personality, Bell's. I mean, you know, you would follow Bell into a fire, right? Well, when, did
0: did you see the clip? Uh, it didn't get a lot of press. I think we retweeted it, but um, of Bell and Carlough just walking off the field after the game, yeah. Yeah. and how matter-of-factly they weren't they weren't hanging their heads. They were like they kind of like dapped each other a little bit and were like, "Hey, we are getting it next year, we're gonna yep. take it back next year, just matter of factly, which I kind of loved. It was yep. just like nope, nope no, we'll, we'll, this isn't this is far from it's not there's something I liked about the fact that it's not crushing to them. They didn't want to lose and David Bell exhibited that they both did, but like um but they knew that was a possibility. they knew as as we wrote about um this was this is this is my favorite like little way to to take a shot at IU, because uh, your brother actually, Bill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he complimented some of the comments in my post game. And I said, I basically use the post game now because we don't think people actually read our posts, right? They mm-hmm. read the headline and they read the Twitter blurb. Yep. So I try to put as many shots in about the team as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I just made a lot, I repeatedly made the point that this was IU's best team. Literally, no exaggeration, in 25 years, best team. So they fired everything they had and they eked out a win over Purdue's fourth-string walk-on quarterback who threw for over 400 yards. Mm. Um, and there was an IU site that that Cowardly didn't tag us or add us, and they screenshotted that point I made, and they did the old, hook this into my veins yeah, joke. I, which, yeah, I, know, I don't I, think they know what that joke means because there's nothing I wrote there that's not true. And if you think it's fun, it is fun to win, by all means. I mean, oh, I mean, and IU and
2: had a fun season. IU had a very
0: fun season for them. But but you can't act like that's not true. Purdue routinely bludgeons IU, and in a year when Purdue really had no business being in that game and was an underdog by to by what a touchdown at home to IU, yeah, and
1: is down twenty eight to ten, and I mean yeah, it, it should have it should have been over, right? Mean, that's that's the point I made to an IU fan. It should have been over, and <laughs> and Purdue just ground and and clawed and dug at it. And the person I talked to made the point that. He thought that, well, wouldn't Purdue really motivated? I was like, no, not really. I mean, I didn't get any of that vibe from any of the the comments from Brom during the week or the players. They weren't all like, all right, got to go avenge something, got to do something. This is our bowl game. It wasn't none of that. But when they started
0: coming back, I think that a fire burned a little bit that way. I think when it started, when it got within reach after three quarters, I think they started to go, yeah, if I was going to keep missing kicks and – Leaving the door open. We've right. talked about this before. What do good teams do? They close out games, right? Mm-hmm. When it's, mm-hmm. they put their boot on the throat. And good teams take advantage when opportunity is presented to them. And we talk all the time that you got to be lucky too, you know, and you also got to capitalize on stuff. IU missed three kicks to the point where they yanked the kicker. I kind of love that. Like, way to show confidence in your guy. I'm just not sending him back out here, justice. He's just not going back on the
1: field. That's the funny now, thing. We were we were discussing that in the in the stands, and I said, did they switch kickers? Yeah, they sent a And freshman. somebody said, well, either they, they switched them or this guy learned how to kick with the other foot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was Maybe like that's 82 was and 83, wrong. right? They were, they were right in the – Was it? Yeah, I think, so. um,
0: I think so. Well, so so Purdue completes the comeback – The fun part I want to just relive for a moment with you guys, and you were there in the stadium, so I'm curious for the the atmosphere take because I'm watching it um, with with Jay Money Jr. Mm -hmm. and Purdue uh, goes for two a little earlier and doesn't get it right, so now they're down eight, Mm -hmm. and they get down. That was played right, by the way. You have the chance to get within seven. You got to try to do that, but you're you're still within eight, so you're really taking two shots at going for two. They -hmm. come down, they score the touchdown. They convert the two, which, again, being in the stadium, I'm curious if that felt—it felt foregone to me almost. I felt like, of course they're going to tie this game here. This is—you could feel the momentum, right? It felt like they were going to tie the game. Then IU gives the ball back to Purdue, and Purdue comes down the field, and I'm sitting there watching— You should have won the game in regulation. I'm watching the clock, and it didn't occur to me till that final minute. I thought, holy crap, they need, like, one more completion, two more, and they're going to win the game outright. Right, right, drop
1: the ball in the middle of the field. Hit him in stride on that. Yeah, fourth. it was a perfect pass, and, and he dropped it. And he knew that too. He looked very yeah. upset, which he should pressure. be. He right? should he be. Should... <laughs> Seriously, build on it. That's what I'd say. You know, Absolutely. I mean, like, but, I, it was I, that, but But if he makes that catch, I am hundred percent confident. If they kick the next one. they, they win, yes. right? Bellinger's automatic right then, because the field conditions had gotten a lot better. The um, the field had dried up a little bit, and um, it I was really, really sloppy and it. gross in the first half, by the way. Really that
0: fourth gross. down play. If they had kicked it there, I believe it was about fifty seven yards, yeah, so a little long, I'm sure he thought about it because yeah. it was fourth down, you kind of gotta consider that, but it'd have been a tough end of the field, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, one more completion, and Purdue, I'm sitting there thinking about that, like Purdue winning that game <laughs> would have been now now then you would have sat there thinking about that Nevada game even more. <laughs> You would have been yeah, five and seven yeah. with the Nevada loss. That was um, actually
1: a nightmare scenario for for my family that went out to Nevada. They like they're like, I don't want them to get one game away from a bowl game, and I have to remember that.
2: No, I I mean to me, I I would have much rather had the bucket and five wins.
1: I don't care about. Honestly, I'm just this talking year, about
2: this year, who cares? But you're about so close. Bowl, think about think cares about that about though. It,
1: who cares you're about really, one drive hole. in the Nevada game away from from winning. One drive.
2: Sure, one but like, but but is a but is the Motor City Bowl really that much different than no, a five win? Funny thing with... would have
1: been Purdue with a six win- Six wins would have gotten a better bowl than IU with seven. No, nah, maybe, but, <laughs> they no, but
0: gonna, they're going to go to New York
1: again, like you said.
0: Are they, gonna pinch are they going to head to pinch? Are they going to I don't think again? it's a, Is that official yet? I don't think no. No, no, no then, don't that, think that was the I projection. They don't, they
1: don't announce until conference championships are oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, well, so
0: uh, we were talking about this before we uh, officially started recording, um, and, and I've been thinking about this a lot. I, do you think, as I do, that that's the last time Jeff Brom loses to Indiana football? Yeah, yeah, right.
2: I think you think so? I think <laughs> I think so. I'm I'm always nervous to make declarative statements like that, but like after, especially after the Hazel era. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. It would be an upset. I think. I, I think this would be the last time that Jeff Brown will be an underdog against. Yeah, Mike. this was this was your you chance, know? and they got yeah. it. But mm. I mean, there were seven-point favorites on the road, like in Mackey or in Mackey, in <laughs> Rossade, whatever the new field is Ross-Ade. called, the ball Sports Oops. Field at Rossade <laughs> Stadium.
1: Sorry, <laughs> we. we, this we don't announced. tell everybody. Let that out of the bag. It's oh, gonna, uh,
2: It was going to be announced. I'm sorry, I blew it. I blew it.
1: Man. I mean, Jay, Jay gave $10 million of his own money for that, too.
2: And Boiler Dad and I gave $25. $25
1: each, yep. Yep.
2: Sounds not 30. bad.
1: Cash. Not even 10, checks. $10 million and $50. <laughs> not, a bad, just, it's not a bad donation. <laughs> yeah, it's really a very good donation. So let me let me seriously say something though right now, okay? IU fans who are out there listening, because I know they do love the Handsome Hour. But, um... <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um... IU fans, um, I want to say to you, congratulations. That's a that's a good that's for a, you. Good for you, good for you. Tom Allen, likable guy, but I can tell you, when I was <laughs> sitting near IU fans in Ross I re- was reminded why I disdain them. Like these numb nuts fans, they were acting like they were freaking florida or alabama or a blue blood i was like do you guys remember anything oh they think they are now even as the game like when they had the lead in the first half i i literally shouted down a dude which i don't do that i told him to shut his mouth one time he was really (laughs) drunk and so it was i was uh two rows behind him my son was between us and that's what bothered me and he kept turning around and directing stuff and i said shut up i turned around i said shut up and he kept talking i said listen nothing you say makes any sense no one can understand you because you're slurring your words and you're so drunk and you're putting words in our mouths and we never said any of this he just started talking and then I got down a rung and I got in his face and started yelling at him and told him to turn around and he didn't talk to us the rest of the game and his friend apologized which was awesome but so I got to yell at somebody in their face and then his friend apologized to me which was awesome
2: these are, this is, seems like the best of all worlds. You just yelling at people randomly. Me just they yelling. It. Fed, I don't think it was random. Fed, they apologize to you.
1: This yeah.
2: Seems like the best of all worlds to you.
1: It was good. It was good. It was good. Honestly, stuff like that is a good reminder to me why I dislike that fan base. Because when I start feeling okay with them, that's when I get bothered about myself. I feel bad about myself as a person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you need to get that. You need to get that hate built back up in your. Just heart. really, yeah.
1: Get it boiling again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does it's peace towards all men, baloney. No, get this out of
1: here. Season for that. Wait, it's the right season for that. But <laughs> the, you know, uh, the, so, so I, in all seriousness, Purdue loses 41 to, to 44. Season's over. We got many of our goals accomplished. No Purdue players had, like, arms or anything, get, you know, knocked <laughs> off during <the> injury.
0: No, <laughs> no. Only we went through nine quarterbacks this year. Right. Perfect. You know, one thing we didn't talk about game-wise, um, and, and I, I, I am not revising this uh, now. This is exactly what I said when it happened. And I think, actually, we all agreed in our group chat instantaneously. In the second overtime, when Purdue scored the touchdown, you go for the win. Go
2: for the Why? win. Yeah, it's the Why first not? It's a,
0: it was first overtime. No, no, it was second. They scored. Purdue scored. Uh, no, no, no.
2: Is in the first overtime because we lost in the second overtime. First
0: overtime. Yes, yeah. he's right. So it was
2: in the first overtime. And Ooh, Purdue roasted right, IU, it, IU, right? IU had the ball first, scored the touchdown, Purdue, right, Purdue went
0: second and then went first again, right? And okay.
2: then went first again and it and I think you were the first one. I think
1: all of us yeah, I said in, the in the group chat, chat, chat but
2: all of us were typing at the same yeah. time and I think we were all saying just go for it, right? The funny now. thing
1: is you guys were doing that and everybody in my group was saying the same thing too. We we're just all like yeah, go, go, go for it. Two. Oh, it's our fans yes. and you know it's the, here's yeah. the you know, the rational They're their part of it freaking heart out, Gosh, so the man.
2: rational part of it is that if you're on the road, you go for it. If you're at home, if the kicker is looking as spotty as he does, you think you have more chances. To me, it's like purdue, I mean, i u frankly, even with IU's injuries, Purdue was literally playing their c team. Yes. and i u had come in as rightful or not seven point favorites. and, uh, Purdue came back in the second half and had them on the ropes.
0: Purdue just go for it. Just come back. go. Yeah, it's, just, it's like any sport when you have to make that effort emotionally and physically to come back in any game that far and you push it to the end. And don't forget the breaks you got, right? Yeah, the yep. missed kicks, the IU should have put that game away so many times. And they're not going to keep giving you the chance to win it. So you had three missed field goals. Is that right? Yeah, the starting kicker was zero for three, and he was a good 3. kicker. I mean, he's yeah, he a good was. kicker too. That's yeah. what I mean. And and some of those were short. One one was really short. Yeah. So you you and, and, and you know your point about being on the road versus at home. I think it's actually got more to do with um, if you're the underdog. I think you go for it, right? If you're, I agree. If, you're the, if you're the if you're the team that's you know you're lucky to be in overtime at this point. You just got to go for the win because really, how much did did they have left? I remember the reason I thought it was the way college overtime works he went second in the first. So you know they got to go first in the second overtime. And gosh, it was a sure. struggle to get the touchdown, right? The, de- the fourth down, the deflected catch that Anthrop gets. Right? Yeah. Like, you're so – oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. Did you see that? What
2: way. was that go- like in person? What was that deflected catch like in person? Had to be the old well, it, was, oh, it was
1: wild ah. because, you know, half the stadium didn't really know what happened. I mean, literally, you could tell people around us kind of gave up on the play when they saw the – you know the thud off the knee and it was hard to follow the ball we're you know we're on the other the other uh, side of the field we're on the what 25 or 30 on the other side so it's a pretty good ways to see and and it was it was i mean it's a it's an amazing play it's a ridiculous play because it was hopkins knee right yes yeah,
2: it, was, his thigh, it was hopkins yeah it was right off his knee yep
1: and that that's funny that that's the same play that i've been telling you guys that that's what um, O'Connell does. Across the middle, he throws the ball really hard and really down, right? And that was a good – I mean, he threw that with a lot of mustard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it bounced at least 10 or 15 yards, didn't yes, it? Yes, yes. And, and for it landed Anthrop down there like ju- the two.
2: And for Anthrop to just be present, you know yeah, what I mean? A, just well, enough to make a play. That's the perfect
0: huh? guy too, Anthrop, to yep. do make that. Yep. Just happened yep. to be hanging out right here where the ball got deflected. Right, we,
2: right, We've often called him a coach on the field.
0: <laughs> Scrappy, the way he hits a Cerebral. He's a gritty yeah, guy. Kind of a gym rat. Okay. Um, I think we're in the wrong sport here. Yeah. You're never supposed to leave him open, from what I hear. But <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for us. Good night. <laughs> um, Good night. <work>. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no. You go
2: for two. You go for two. You you leave it
0: on. Yeah, you leave it all in the field, and it's fine. I think what we're saying is we question Jeff Brom's coaching.
2: I think he should be fired. Is frankly, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, is this? I I don't know if we should, you know, this this goes in the uh, IU football podcast. But um, do we have any concerns after a four and eight season about Jeff Brom? A going anywhere, or B? changing up the coaching staff. I don't mean concern on that one, because I think the, people have sort of turned. We all have re- repeatedly professed our love for Coach Holt, even with the issues. You still love the guy. I mean, yeah, he's still okay. fun. He's still good to watch. He still clearly knows what he's doing. Sometimes you need a different voice. Sometimes you need a change. Um, but I think people have begun to – I saw a lot on Twitter during the IU game and after it, like, well, Holt's got to be gone. It's like, I mean, maybe, but, but I don't think – I don't know. Was the defense – Hugely at fault for some of those losses. I, I,
1: well, I, mean, I mean, look at look at that IU game specifically. The um, neither neither side really got started quickly, you know. But when you needed stops, the defense had a hard time doing that all season. I, I'm not going to blame Holt specifically, but. The offense seemed to be more on this season than the defense. I will say that, right? I mean, it seemed to me and the, the
2: de- and the defense had more weapons. The defense had more co- a little more continuity. I mean, yeah. I know they lost their heart, but yeah. so did the offense. You know what right. I mean? Like, the- right. and so it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. You saw the recruiting pictures with Holt present, right? I think yeah. if a change
2: were if the ch- if a change were to be made, it would have already been made. And, um, I think you shouldn't, yeah, I think you shouldn't be expecting, especially with Brahm, who's kind of proven himself to be kind of one of these different mentality guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, extremely loyal and would have, would have, if he was going to fire the guy, it seems like he'd do it right away. Right. I mean, like kind of Monday, it -hmm. would have been. Uh, going, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it necessarily needs to happen. No, no. This year was a little concerning, though. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, yes. but I, 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 here's the other thing. What, what if you have a full strength Bailey and Neal playing this year? Maybe you think Coach Hold is a genius. He I mean, lost,
2: I, a, he lost a lot. I mean, he lost the heart and soul of his of the defense. Yeah. You know, and
0: and, I mean, and we're not behind those walls. Maybe. Maybe that's how Brom looks at it and says, "Yeah, you know what? They would have been better," and and he deserves. He he's he's a good. Maybe he's a great recruiter.
2: I don't know. But yeah. no. Oh, I I would actually think that he's. I mean, being that kind of rah rah guy. A well, you got exactly.
1: Hold on campus. Wait, sorry. <laughs> ben, All, <I> <laughs> yeah, ben Holt, I got him. Yeah, Ben Holt. I don't need, I, It's just a coincidence. Good. that It's actually not a relation. I mean,
2: none of this. I don't think yeah. we're necessarily talking about this this seriously if the beginning of the season didn't happen right if the right. if the you know the weirdness about him being in the that fight in the off season him being in the not oh, fight yeah. but disagreement booth, in the off season yeah. him being yeah. in the booth at the beginning yeah
1: By the way uh Ben Holt walked in front of me after the game you know you can come out of the stadium and the players will go down the steps there and um He's not not a big guy. That is not a big guy. Even in all hustle, he, all <laughs> hustle,
2: dude. Trapping that us. guy, in
1: all seriousness, he squeezed everything he could yeah, out of his frame. Definitely. And I, I respect guys like that. I mean, 114 tackles on a year. That's a great no, oh That's man. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's we used to talk about it during. Gosh, I don't even
0: know if we want if it's Coletto era. It's probably all the bad eras. But remember, we talked about how you'd have like cornerbacks and safeties leading the team in tackles and we were always like that's (laughs) not
1: good (laughs) (laughs) all the
0: tackles in the secondary that's a ben holt is
1: ben holt is this generation's joe holland i know it's the same generation technically but there it's it's the same the fans thought the same thing about him. they thought he was a bum and that he was wasn't good and he was out of position he wasn't athletic enough blah blah blah. but without them because they were kind of the last you know, the Without last. Them, there's no one stopping. Everybody scores the all end the end time, right? <laughs> Gone. I
0: mean,
1: and, and, you I knew, like, I knew he's him, he's him in school.
2: I like, well, like, I like Talent a lot. I knew
0: him in school. I was going to say the other similarity is he and Joe got the most they could possibly get out yep. of there out of their skill set. You,
2: you looked at Holland at a non, you know, I saw him at many a non-football situation, yeah. let's say, and uh, you would not guess that that dude was Purdue's leading, you know. Uh, you know not just
1: a football player, tackle. a linebacker. Yeah, I mean, tackler he, 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 tackles he was leading tackles from the linebacker. He was a safety playing linebacker yes. for much of his career, yes. really. I mean, that that's the problem, being out of position. You had, uh, uh, yeah. He, you know, he's not a small guy. I mean, he was tall, but he wasn't. He wasn't broad. that tall.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I taller than me. To mind, that's, pretty
1: that's true. <laughs> it,
0: it's a different. It's a different position, obviously. But you know yeah. who comes to mind for me that you look at and you're like, holy hell, that like, guy played Big Ten football. Was Dan Durkin. Remember? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. met Dan a number of times, and I you. I was with you one time. We saw him on campus. That dude was
1: slight. I mean he was not a big guy. No. He was wiry, he was built, but Yeah. I mean Well, he was actually he had a decent sized upper body, but he didn't have huge legs for a guy that short. And you back. need that, right? <laughs> you kind of need that. You're going to Derrick King. What a name. How about that guy? How about that pole? Yeah. <laughs> but I
0: just remember cuz he's one of the guys that I met who uh I was like, "Wow, that's that's Derrick King." How about that
1: Hey, let's 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 go to Twitter. You you asked a question there. Well, let's go. Do you have any que- uh, questions teed up that we could ease? I There was one that was football related. I saw at least one.
0: Oh, we got some good questions here. Yeah. So, um, uh, Freight Ends eighty nine asks us, "How many of us will be gifting our significant others pelotons for Christmas?"
2: <laughs> you know, I I continue to tell my wife that she just needs to be in, she needs to be a little tighter, just a little <laughs> that, tighter. Just a little.
1: I
0: love – so sometimes when things go (sighs) in this overly viral thing, sometimes it bugs me. That I love because every one of us who – right, you and I have talked about this in the past, about how commercials bother you and me. And you said once to me, you said, you know what it is? It's because we – we watch something and then we kind of overanalyze it too much. Yeah, we just. Oh, I overly like, analyze. You go that. look at it and you go, "Well, now wait a minute, why is she doing that?" And and you said to me, "But the commercials aren't. You're not supposed to do that with commercials. They're right. stupid. They're people not stupid. shows. They're, they're meant they're, for you they're... not to pay attention and just hear it and hear the brand." Ooh. Well, this one, I love that everyone has done the thing that you and I have done for every commercial our whole lives because people were like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." He just, <laughs> hold on, hold the on. The takes are so good. I saw somebody who oh. said, "I love the story of the woman." Who who worked for a year to go from 116 pounds to 112 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew how much it would change my life. And she always looks terrified the whole time. She looks like oh, she's I think she has a fear of stationary.
2: Listen, I think pretty scared.
0: The, I don't know. I, I'm so I think her
2: I think the husband that gifted her the Peloton bike was killed in a bicycle accident. He she married the twin and they're watching that's why she's scared on the bike. And then that's go. why she's watching the video. Very the
0: good. Well, the there was a there was a thread where someone said they think that she killed her husband for buying the bike <laughs> and then married <laughs> his twin.
1: So similar to what you were suggesting. Also
2: unacceptable. An <laughs> and then they watched diagnosis. it as a
0: guest.
1: You know, like oh look at this. this is, well, yeah. the, the the dude doesn't say a thing on the commercial. Right, nope. he just kind of nods, smiles. Good job. Good Keep job. your ass I
0: tight. Yeah, I like good. I
1: like you in those pants. <laughs> Do
2: you keep know keep Peloton, Peloton's thing. cost $2,300 plus $60? Yeah, subscription.
0: I think it's less than $60. I think there's a one that's cheaper. I think it's like $40, $45, but it's oh, not enough. That makes
1: it reasonable. They mentioned my name. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned my name. It oh, is, my gosh. Are you starved for, for someone to tell you you're pretty, aren't you?
0: It's <laughs> such a scam. And the thing that I don't understand, so Peloton has a ton <laughs> – by the way, Peloton, if you'd like to sponsor us, we will like, yeah, turn this okay, around. We're, we're, we're cheap.
2: Um, MartinVintage.com. Enter boiled to check out. For 20%, 20% off.
0: If they happen to start selling Pelotines, you could save $400. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> They raise, just to go on a little tangent here, they have so much capital, so much like they've had like investors and almost so much they don't know what to do with it is what I've heard from folks in the industry. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think is going to be their downfall is how many morons are there who will buy a $2,200 stationary bike? There's clearly people who don't know how there's, there's, there's a lot. No, 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 no.
1: But there's not that many. Okay. And guess what? You're not buying a second one. You're you're Mm going to buy one of those, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, so the only person I know who has one, their company bought it for them. And so it's like, that's how you get, that that's how if you give me one for free. I would try it. Exactly. So that's why we can't make fun of him for it. Cause he posted. No, video. I think That's
0: actually really good. I think it's a great idea. If it makes you want to exercise, then I it's a good it idea. idea. Okay. But the, the, the ruse here that they've got you spending. Thousands of, dollars. Say, thousands of
2: dollars will well, make me want to exercise sure
0: bird if you well, if that's you the I, held, that's the idea.
2: if you held a stack of my monthly income and a flame right underneath it and said get on the treadmill exercise or i'll burn this yeah <laughs> then i would yes
0: or they're gonna say here it, actually it's we're going to burn this either way so you might as well be in shape as well If you stand near the burning money, you'll be uh, you'll be in shape.
1: Okay, because if if you're if your wife does what we think she's going to do soon, you're going to have a better chance of finding a a woman to go on a date with if you're not a fat ass. So maybe maybe you should get on the bike, Chubby.
0: I just think the market of people who will buy them is going to be saturated pretty quickly. And then what? Then what? How many people in, let me be honest, come on guys, you're from the Midwest, how many people in Indiana are buying a
1: $2,200 stationary bike? I, I talked to somebody, this is great, uh, one of the girls on my daughter's soccer team, her mom had one, and she played soccer at Purdue, actually. Um, That's a little different. If you're, yeah.
0: a, if you're an athlete,
1: and you're like, you can justify it in your head, like, I need this, you don't, but yeah, I need this. Well, this, this couple me. has a lot of money, like, the funny thing is, like, she told me that, and I told my wife that and I said, Well, they've got dough. They've got dough. She spent two thousand dollars on a bike that doesn't go anywhere. A bike that just sits there. I was just gonna say, I know people <laughs> who spend two thousand on a bike.
0: That's not crazy. But right, right. but a real bike is there's something you get out of that. Yeah. You get somewhere.
1: It's the question is, when is the first time you'll see a Peloton bike in Goodwill or someplace like that, <laughs> or play it against sports? <laughs> like four hundred dollars. Oh, man. Then you get the subscription. It's got like one pitiful person in the room and then just somebody yelling at him. <sighs> oh, faster, Jay. Oh, she said my name. Oh, because nobody's doing
0: it anymore. <laughs> it's just you. Hey, thank God you're here. They start pedaling. <laughs> he woke up this morning. Oh, oh, man. Okay. We we spent enough time on the Peloton, But yeah, that that is a uh, amazing. Oh, oh, one last thing on it. Peloton actually responded to the criticism. I tweeted something about it yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw that. They responded and they they, they, they made it worse. They, made, they put out a release that basically implied everybody else was stupid who doesn't get it. We're really disappointed by the misinterpretation. Oh, I see. We don't understand. Right. It's about
1: a fitness journey and sharing it with others. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway. It's um, a good, it is a good move to to try to quiet the masses by telling yeah. them they're dumb. It's always, that's really, really That's
2: good. our move, to be fair.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. It's gotten us very far. Yeah. I'm sitting on a chair made of money right now. Many monies. Many, many monies. So, Boiler
0: Boy 11, Matthew uh, Mellick asks What is your favorite trick play of the Dref Braum era so far? Fooling Tennessee into hiring... Ah, I got him. <laughs> God, I no. Um, I think... I mean, he hasn't had as many... He had very few trick plays this year. I think he didn't feel like he had the my, personnel my to favorite. do that. So is this the era? This the, yes, of the, of
1: the era so far. Fake, I think fake that, Flea Flicker with DJ Knox. I love that one. Or or the, the DJ Knox line. versus Arizona where he hid behind the line. There That's probably... That, oh. um, the,
2: the punt, the fake punt... With top a difficult. fake, with a fake route, and that, like with a pump fake built into it, and then they go over the top. Yeah, that was kind of that was a very fun one because it was really it? layers on
0: layers.
1: Do you think Brom is is actively recruiting a punter slash quarterback so he can do more
0: of f- it? Chopper was so great for that. Yeah, he, he loved it. Gosh, yeah. he loved it. I think a lot of punters are like that. That are like, oh, I want to play real. Football. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that and the um the double flea flicker. Remember that was against Ohio, it was early. Remember mm-hmm. that? Flip, then another flip, then back to was it Cindilar even? I don't even remember in that game. I think it was. Yeah. No, it was Blau. It was Blau. Was it Blau? It was and Blau. then he just bombs it. Ohio oh, game.
2: It was that two was years like, ago? It was like no, a second
0: game.
1: True.
2: I thought it was. No, no, no. Or Ohio no, was the first, first game, game, game under
1: the lights. And it was first game the first year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They were splitting they were the splitting they were splitting um
2: snaps at that point. No, but I think that was still Blau. Yeah, but the, that was the first year because then Blau got injured, Sindelar ended it out. Yeah, that Ohio one when it was like, oh, this is going to be a fun era. <laughs> like, I think that might be, I think that might be the one.
0: And Solich was on the sidelines going, is that legal?
1: <laughs> Do you think, uh, serious question, has he used all those trick plays? Are, are there no more left? Is that No way. Don't you don't. Anything. You don't think I, that's you, the case. You don't burn <laughs>
2: trick plays on a four-win season. And he Man. knew that this was a four-win season. He burned a couple during Wisconsin, but it's mm-hmm. like when there's when there are higher stakes. I think. I think. Yeah, morally... I don't think
0: those were. I don't think those were. The ones against Wisconsin weren't crazy trick plays. No, they I mean, were fun. this direction. I mean, yeah. They exactly. Were. Hold on, I'm looking at it right now, and you are correct. It was numeral eleven. That's oh right. my gosh. So. Um, we should remember to link this in the, because uh, it was Herdman, who, yeah. um, he was, he, hold on, <laughs> it's the first, everyone just stand by, we're going to like have a little aside and enjoy ourselves here, because uh, this is why we all watch football, it's the first play in this um, Purdue Trick Plays of 2017 YouTube, so I might just put this out there, because really, who doesn't like watching it? Hey, just that? tweet it out right now, we'll figure it out, <laughs> just go on the Sports feed. And can... But watch how open Herdman is. It's pretty hilarious.
2: Oh, that is incredible. <laughs> <It's really>
0: incredible. <laughs> he couldn't be more open. If you watch the oh replay, there isn't an Ohio There's player There's nobody on the that
1: side of the field. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this is ridiculous. Ah, uh, so
0: great. Yeah. All right, don't get distracted and watch the rest of the video
1: now. Darn it. Both of yeah. you.
0: Darn it. <laughs> Just pause okay. it and you can get back to it. All right, oh, whatever.
1: All it right. won't be there when I get back. You watch. They'll have taken it down off the interweb. <laughs>
0: Um, let's see. Um, how many? Uh, uh, uh hold on. Bo- Board Lewis or Luis L U I S. I'll go with Luis. Hmm. He says how many Purdue players are getting drafted this year? Let's go with one point five as the over under.
2: I mean one.
0: One. Yeah. Like Bailey.
2: Yeah, Bailey. Oh, I. I mean, uh, uh you think, what about you the... think Neil? Oh, Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins is the Hopkins, Hopkins too, to me is two. the one. So and and I guess Bailey, I didn't even think about Bailey, Bailey but then Neil. I Neil. don't
0: really get drafted. Yeah, he's,
2: Bailey, Hopkins, and Neil are the three that have the I highest chances. I don't. Th- I think Hopkins is the one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's gonna do really well in the workouts. I don't know if about Bailey and Neil. I think if Bailey think would have played this like season,
1: a fifth, or, fifth or sixth round guy. Yeah.
2: I if you would have Hopkins will be a season. third
1: round guy. I don't know about
2: Bailey. I would still go, buddy. Over under one and a half, we'll see. You gotta go a good question. Yeah, probably because uh, there uh, there are three uh, legitimate ones,
1: and Neil, you know, uh, and Neil probably not. So let me let me ask a piggyback question to you guys: Is Neil back next year? Because well, Newbert so, yeah. Newbert now says there's a possibility. So.
2: I mean his stock may have dropped enough that right. that um you know not seeing him I mean and Purdue's gonna need a defensive a big defensive tackle next year. I mean that's mm-hmm. gonna that is one of the holes.
0: Yeah. I suppose if he wants to increase his um highlight reel of standing in street clothes at coin tosses, I guess he could come back for another year. <laughs> you would think he no. would have played a little bit towards the end, I guess. I, I guess mean I mean that's a little yeah, but but yeah. <laughs>
2: It seemed like he really wasn't ready by the end of it. And if there are indications that he might be coming back, then maybe...
0: Then if he's maybe coming he... back, then, then this was legit this year completely. Because why would you...
2: I would say if he's even considering coming back, then it was legit. Because otherwise, I think we would have heard it. Like, you know, we it would be pretty definitive, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, so the fact that there's even a little bit of, like you know even Newbert like somebody in the know like Newbert says that there's a possibility he's coming back which I never even had considered once before like right. I considered I uh, you know yeah. Sindelar coming back before before um uh b- before he would have come back so it's like I don't know I I, I don't think he does but I
1: don't So like right him. now you, you do you still think the the probability is higher of Sindelar coming back than Neil? Yeah probably.
2: Yeah. And I think
0: that's also quite low. Yeah, I think okay. that leads us to another question from Tanner Lee, VT Lee. He says, mm-hmm. Who is produced starting QB week one next season at Nebraska?
2: That's the question, isn't it? That's the million dollar question.
1: Looking at those, like the fact that it's at Nebraska. I'm gonna say O'Connell. I'm gonna say Plummer.
2: I, I think it's I would, job. I take the field. You know, like if you if those two are the favorites and you're giving me the field, I'll probably take I the field. I wasn't giving you the
0: field. The question well, if was there's a started. mystery,
2: if there's a mystery transfer, if there's Other. a freshman
0: quarterback. Yeah, that's what I mean. If there's freshman a freshman quarterback, quarterback you, there's no one oh, coming. Oh, limo, limo.
2: Alimo or, um, uh, what's the other, Oh my God, the guy from Texas who's considering Baylor, but we'll talk about this in the coaches podcast. Baylor's head coach might not be there.
1: Right.
2: So, um, oh my God, why I just watched his highlight reel today.
0: Oh, that's good.
2: Yeah. Um, but it's just like he, I mean, he is a dual threat. Incredible. I think he is an incredible. So it's like both Alimo and him are, are incredible. So I would take the field. I I I think it. I think it is more likely to be not Plummer or. That's funny. Um, You're
1: taking two guys we don't really even know if. Yeah, I take the field. I take the mystery no, box. Yeah, Jack
2: think... uh, Bentley, Jake Bentley, if he transfers in from uh, South Carolina. If it's Sindelar coming back, if it's Alimo, Tua. Or... I mean who Tua knows? could be coming to Purdue.
0: I mean, it could happen. Uh, so I think that's not true, not only because I think Purdue's got some decent candidates who know Brahm's offense, but also because as we talked about, Brahm is a loyal guy. And I think if one of those, I think, I think it's Plummer. I think if Sinalar comes back, it's Sinalar, but I, I'll go with what you guys said and say Sinalar doesn't come back. And in that case, I think it's Plummer, but it'll be fun. Um, and man, can I not wait to start Scott Frost's season when, hey, next season is when it's going to matter in Nebraska, I think. He got the honeymoon for two years, right? And there's a little grumbling now, but nothing major. Next year, if they lose their opening game at home against Purdue, the Heat. Oh, you'll turn hear
1: you'll hear that at least. I, the problem is it's Purdue in the, open, in the home opener. Uh, really, I think Purdue is, at that point it is it was still trying November, to kickstart yeah. the the car. Just let's go, let's go, let's go, right? We we don't have any. I mean, played pretty Lureville. well versus. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think when the when the opponent is. I, I Mal- think when the game – I'm, I'm going to choose to be confident in our boy Jeff Brom. He will not go 0-4 in, in in openers.
2: Malik Hornsby, I can't believe I forgot his name.
1: He is uh, – that dude a is going to be good. He's I can't be believe good. you're picking a guy to start that hasn't even decided he's coming May to Purdue. May not even come to Purdue. Over two guys I'm, that have actually started I'm, multiple
2: games. I am saying that it is – I I would take the field. Um, but I would be upset if it was snack or AOC. I'm fine with either one.
0: <laughs> AOC 2020 baby. That's right.
2: That's what we've been saying. That's what we've been saying. We have long said
0: this. Oh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> oh man. Um, uh, let's take a look here. What other questions do we have? Uh, we have, oh, here's one. Matt, uh, Trip Truman says so this is specifically to Boiler Down. He says B Dowd has expressed his optimism for the twenty twenty Purdue football and basketball teams. Yep. Indy will be hosting the Big Ten football championship and also hosting the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight Rounds of the Basketball Tournament. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick one monumental Purdue win in Indy, which one do you choose Boiler Dowd? And I mean I will also not to be nitpicky, but that's one region. There's no guarantee Purdue will be in that region because that's how it'll work out for Purdue. Indy will right. host the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, and Purdue will be in... Spoken but I have to something. pick one win. Yes. Which would you like to see? Basketball win. And, and remember, this would be just winning the Sweet, that, 16, I just game won a basketball
1: Sweet 16 game and, and the Elite
0: Eight. You'd be seeing two wins in Indy to go to the Final Four or seeing Purdue win the Big Ten Football Championship in Indy.
1: Those are pretty great either way, but... I'd go, I'd go with getting to the Final Four. Ooh, look at and that! I that I, get set. I get, Here's why. Here's why. I, I get that, I think that, that week? they could go to the Big Ten championship with like eight wins, right? And yeah. it wouldn't even be that great of a team. It wouldn't right? be like, like you know you'd be like okay like, that was
0: like if last year's Purdue basketball team wins that game, there's a legitimate chance they're playing on Monday night yeah. in the title. There yeah. really is. So yeah. your point here is that if they win that, the Big Ten.
2: Especially, especially after this Virginia game, I tried my best not to put that in the postgame. Yeah. But it was like, I think about that all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at that Final Four, it's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Um, whereas, conversely, as you said, that that uh, football team that wins eight games and goes to the Big Ten Championship, even if they win, they're not going to the College Football Playoff. Right. So, right. so that's it. That's the pinnacle. Then you get to play in a. And game what and I one. see
1: here's what I'll, I'll be real honest. I do see Purdue going to the Big Ten championship in Indianapolis and playing Rutgers.
2: Hey, right. the A. They got their man. Nobody. They got their guy. What nobody.
0: Spoiler. We'll talk about this on the next Save podcast. Sorry, yeah, darn it. I shouldn't be telling everything. I could have done what this man. Don't is give away the give store. Uh, let's just do. Uh, <laughs> so the noodle. TriWeb, web. I feel like the noodle is the one who sends us some nonsense every week. Yes. Um couple couple it's good though, uh, most of the time. There's there's a couple good ones. One just says Dokich, yes or no. 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 Yes. And no. shut <laughs> up. I've always
2: loved him. And <laughs> i by may the way, a little too I may have been a little too harsh in the post game. I'm sorry about that.
0: That reminds <laughs> I don't ever apologize. That reminds me last night, I don't know if you guys caught this right you were in the car so you didn't probably catch everything as 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 quickly as you normally would on the feed, but He says during the game, Dockage says anyone who donates $1,000 to Jimmy V gets to co-host for two hours on my radio show. And I was like, the ears just go like a dog. (laughs) Like, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, slow down. $1,000 and I get to come on your show and co, not just come on it, but co-host it. And so I put that on Twitter and I basically said that. I said, wait a minute for $1,000. And Immediately, I had, to, I had to turn away because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like 10 people were like, I'm in 10, 20, 50. I would. And I'm like, it's all for charity.
2: It's all for charity. And you would be able to go on his show and trash him. <laughs> and the fact and his misuse of his platform, his daily misuse of his multiple platforms.
0: I would, and I platform. would go on together and we would take. So someone made a great point. They said, yes, you should do it. And you should take handsome hour type questions. So, Dan, <laughs> what five sodas would you want to shoot out of your fingers?
1: <laughs> I mean... Oh, uh, I don't think those questions would be like that. No. <laughs> I don't think they would. <clears throat> I
0: don't know how that would go. I, I also heard from someone else that he made a similar promise for some other donation, and this person said they achieved it, and then they never heard from him. I was like, that sounds unbranded. That, that sounds, sounds
2: like that's it. the guy.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds, sounds appropriate. Like the guy. But... I mean, our readers would totally come through. Oh, yeah, they would. They'd be great. If you guys donate collectively $500, i will do the other 500 Oh, <laughs> did I just say that? Oh. oh, man. But, yeah, that was interesting. I was like, dude, $1,000. There's a lot of people who would collectively. I mean, you're not even thinking because we, if we, somebody said, just set up a GoFundMe. And what I thought about doing is saying, tell you what, if it doesn't get over a certain amount, I'll refund it all back to you. Or you can just go right to Jimmy Bean donate it there that's a worthy cause obviously mm-hmm. um, but man oh man i got my wheels turning oh man but i don't really in all seriousness i really don't want to share space with that guy no i don't either like i, I don't want to make I'm it all a, ha, ha, legit this, is, this is not a bit
1: i'm i legit don't like no. that guy no and you shouldn't mm-hmm. he's journalistically uh <laughs> journalistic malfeasance right uh he's malpractice. He's
0: malpractice yeah yeah, yeah. um so list. Uh, a couple other quick ones. Uh, oh, well, the noodle has another one. He says, ham, beef, or turkey for Christmas dinner? Why not all three? No, but uh, beef. I guess people have beef. Oh, yeah. You know what? Like I actually... Like a prime
2: rib. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I made?
0: Delicious. We hosted Christmas Eve dinner a couple years ago, and I think I may have shared pictures with you guys, and Michael liked my cutlery. I bought at a meat market here a full slab of filet. Mm-hmm. Filet mignon, right? And made my yeah. own filets, wrapped them in bacon. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! How thick? Well, I made different size ones because I figured people like my mom are gonna want like a small little filet, right? right? And then me, I get like the, you know, like the yeah, okay, know, yeah, That is pretty thick,
1: two two inches. That's not about uh, right. Nice. You you like you like completely raw on the uh, like rare, right?
2: Yeah, I'll just. I mean, Jay, are the, you the just, same
1: way on your filet? No, I want it closer to medium, just a shade below. I like it. medium. I like medium. I'm medium. Rare. I'm I'm yeah. medium, not medium rare. I'm medium. I I can't I can't do it when it's it's. But you gotta be careful. Some places they if
0: they overdo the medium for more than a few more minutes, now it starts
1: to get that dryness.
0: Yeah, you, you it, need
1: it. It's got to be red. That's why I'm going. I'm coming to your house for fillets.
0: Oh, I do mean fillet. No, no doubt. So that's a tough question. If. if... <sighs>
1: I would of those three, ham, beef or turkey, I think you have to. if I get to choose the cut of beef, I go filet, and filet wins by a lot. Yeah. Who picks turkey for Christmas? A lot of I love like turkey at Christmas. I
2: like turkey.
1: But I'm like with turkey.
2: I like I actively like turkey and I wouldn't pick turkey for Christmas.
0: Don't you think a lot of people do turkey for Christmas though? I think it is a big is family it? holiday. I think so. A traditional. Yeah. Yeah. We do ham for Easter and turkey for thanksgiving and
2: among the best christmas dinners i've ever had was ribs so that would be continuing <laughs> wow. state, the other ribs i gotta tell you my, my
1: sister-in-law much. christmas eve every year she makes uh homemade um uh, breaded uh what do you call it uh cutlets yeah ones? yeah it's it's breaded chicken with with uh it's an italian christmas eve arm? dinner it's chicken awesome chicken it? yeah oh that's it's delicious. awesome it's awesome every year um and then i wonder why we would ever eat turkey again because chicken (laughs) this is christmas eve you said christmas eve yeah
0: so then you get that little food coming and you have to put together something for the kids that's really kind of oh speaking of which my kids don't listen to the podcast so i can uh, share this my wife ordered Papa shot for my kids
1: you've seen the one in my basement right yes but i have to assemble the mother humping thing on christmas eve yeah yep took me till three in the morning so just have fun.
2: Listen, this is what you get. Now,
1: my parents got me
2: pop a shot when I was a kid and then demanded that I take it when I left for <laughs> Pittsburgh. So it is now in my garage. And every time I park the car, I get out. It's tradition. I get out. I take shoot a shot. couple of shots. I make sure I hit
1: five in a row and then I walk into
2: the house feeling yep. good.
1: Yep, Confidence builder. That's it. And you just you start making demands as soon as you walk in the door. I'm my
2: slippers.
0: I am LeBron James. Um, I'm gonna give you let's see here two more. One from Lance Lance Lancer UWM. He says, uh, and this is tough. Maybe, maybe this is better for you guys to answer. I'm, I'm assuming he wants a more local answer. He says, What restaurant or bar has your all time favorite wings?
2: Oh my roommate my roommate used to make the best wings and we never went um chumley's was good if i remember correctly in in west lafayette
1: so i'm i'm pretty weird here um i don't like food touching my hands Um, oh you don't you're
2: a weirdo i do
1: remember this now yeah so you like wings i get boneless and then i use them eat them with a fork and knife
2: that's those are chicken
0: nuggets
1: So <laughs> those are tenders or boneless wings.
0: They're not chicken nuggets, and I hate it when people do that because I like both. And nuggets oh. are not the same as – yeah, I agree. You don't like your hands being – I kind of agree there. I, the thing that kept me from getting
1: wings for many, many uh, years was I don't
0: people. like messiness. That's you not necessary. white
1: people. Just eat with your fingers. It's fine. But never. The smell. It takes like two days to come off your fingers. Oh, they're a long time.
2: Let's uh, just join the Indian way. This is just be
0: be cool. Do it. Just do it. Join the Indian way. No, it's like the United way. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. It's and then the last question delicious. we're going to go with, the the last question is not related to football, but I think it's too fun. We have to ask it. Uh, Boiler Bugle says, how many threes should Matt Harms attempt? He says, in a game. I'm assuming he means per game. Because if it's in a game, I'd say 40. But if he <laughs> says, if you're talking about an average per game, what's, what's your number?
2: Michael asked me this question in the preseason um i uh think i answered something that was well over what he was thinking i want four or five attempted yes. per game from Matt Harms. i wanted that in the preseason i wanted that against virginia he did that against virginia he did what two or three against three virginia probably. hit all yeah. of them yeah. i mean like Matt harms should be shooting I like him and Trevion, against, especially against a physical team, playing with each other, and Matt Harms just slinging it from beyond the arc. I like all of this.
1: I think two to three is is a good number. Um, I mean, if he can shoot two to three and 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 hit fifty percent, man, I mean, it just completely changes the game. I don't think you need four. I mean, I just don't know if he can hit, you know, hit. You know, he's hitting 50%. So, I
2: mean, but what's he doing in the paint anyway? Is he doing baby hooks or is he doing, is he grabbing offensive rebounds? Like, sometimes he has that post game going or he has that mid post game going. But for the most part, you know, it's a lot of screening and moving. And if he does that, you might as well pick and pop outside of the three Mm -hmm.
1: point. He's pretty good with both hands, too, around the hoop. I mean, that's one thing. I I, kind of wish, I kind of wish he'd, uh, be more uh how do you say it? resolute, right? Just be more um have show a little bit more gumption because especially for teams like Virginia, he's a foot and a half from the hoop and he misses the bunny. That's that's frustrating for me because mm-hmm. because of that height, right? Literally you're just dropping it in at that mm-hmm. point. So um that's one thing the Virginia broadcasting network talked about. There are a couple of possessions that are like, I don't know how he doesn't come away with points there because he's so close. He's so he did all the work and then he didn't finish you know a guy like salt last year you know from virginia created mm-hmm. problems for for harms because he was so strong he kept him out but when this year harms was getting his position he was so salt close was a goon, wasn't he yeah. Oh, yeah
2: yeah by the way i made diakite jokes on twitter but that guy, I I think I will forever like like that guy. Oh, he's yeah, he's hard not. He he's just see he, he just seems like a perfect guy to root for. Yeah, like he he just, seems, he seems so fun. And if he's got that three point shot going, like he's gonna be a lottery pick. I mean, like that dude is very talented.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Let me ask you guys a question. This has has there ever been a team that you can think of, a program that you can think of? Because we spent some time with the Virginia fans last year. That has a more likable team and coach and a less likable fan base. <laughs> Oof,
0: <man. laughs> That's a
1: good question because they are
0: unlikable. Oh, they're they're
1: very unlikable. And it, that D bag troll came after us tonight and I was like, Whatever. What are you doing over here? What are I you don't doing over? Know, here? I don't even know what you mean. You must have muted him. <laughs> no, I, I was... didn't mute him. He he was he was I got a shot in at him. I said that. I said I said, You've got Really, really likable uh, coach and players. Too bad all the fans are douchebags. Well, so they deserve better. Those those players and fans, or players and coaches. So, but anyway, well, um, Jay, um, this is going to be a two parter. As part one of two, but we got to sign this off because many people won't be able to listen to them back to back. Um, But before we do,
0: man, you really just committed us to doing a second podcast. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the end of James Bond movies. Do you remember that? It used to say in the credits, James Bond will return. And it would say yeah. the next. They already knew what the next one was going to be. And now it takes like four years to figure that out. So you, know, you basically just James Bonded us. Jay
1: Money will return. <laughs> I d- it doesn't matter when. I mean, it could that could be in August. True, it August. could be next. Yeah, exactly. Well, back to talk Purdue
0: football next August. But anyway, you said before we go, I, I interrupted you. I apologize. Before, before we go,
1: that. I wanted to ask you what you're wearing underneath your quarter zip. Well, <clears throat> like lie. Lie to me. Lie to me. Tell, <laughs> yeah, I can't see you right now, so yeah, tell me anything. <laughs> what
0: do you mean lie to you? You worried about what I might paid say? A picture, oh, paint a picture
2: for me. <laughs>
1: So firmly
0: across my rippling <laughs> chest is. Why are you guys laughing so hard? This isn't a comedy. This is a, this is a dramatic reading of a of a uh, Fifty Shades of J Money uh, book. it's a J. She gently lifted his Martin Vintage Purdue basketball T-shirt.
1: How long <laughs> is it before yeah. they actually listen to a show and they turn off the sponsorship? <laughs>
2: Money's already in the bank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Before they say, "Please tell you what we'll pay you monthly to not talk about
2: not us, talk ever. about it." Yeah. What if I don't want to, What if I want to get fifteen T-shirts but don't necessarily want to pay for each and every one of those fifteen T-shirts? What do
1: I do? Well, if I wanted to get is a is slight Christmas fraction season, of that off, if it, it it is Christmas season, I'm sure you're knowing you. You probably have a couple more people you got to shop for, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, you've got a lot of friends at the office, and you've got uh, you got people all over the country, really. You know,
2: I and regardless of where they are, I buy them Purdue things.
1: Yep. So and if you enter boiled at checkout at martinvintage.com, you will get twenty percent off. What was that? Say that again. Boiled. B O I L E D. Boiled, boiled. Okay. at checkout okay. at martinvintage.com.
0: Look at it this way: buy yourself five shirts, you're essentially getting one for free. And that's not our usual goofy math. You're getting 20% that's like You get my buy five, and you're basically buying four and getting yeah. one for free. Yep. And it's Christmas yep. time. Everyone will love to Just toss them one after another at everybody. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Here's your
2: shirt. It's like a cannon. Buy one of those get cannons get t- get t- too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get you're t- just, t- just t-
1: popping people in the kittens. face. You better pay attention. Have your head on a swivel in <laughs> the J-Money. I'd out. love
0: to be smacked in the face by a Martin Vintage t-shirt. They're so soft and comfortable.
1: Soft. It'd be like a massage. It'd be like a cheek massage.
0: Exactly. exactly. Firing squad me. (laughs) Just a
1: t shirt.
2: (laughs) Jesus. All right, that's it.
1: Anish gets to edit tonight. I love you guys. Good night. (laughs)